Hey, hey, how's everybody doing? This is episode one of Untold Stories of Division Three. I'm co-host Tanner Brown with my former teammate and best friend Chad Barons here. We're going to, you know, just break down Division Three, um, starting off with Nebraska West End. But before we get into that, let me introduce myself. Like I said, my name's Tanner Brown, uh, class of 2016. Um, you know, I loved college. I mean, I loved running and that's why we're here. Um, I had a blast and, you know, I, I finished my super senior year, finishing 38th uh, in the nation, actually three spots out of all American. Um, but, you know, it was such a surreal experience, such an amazing experience that uh, here we are kind of still talking about running still. Uh, I'm a coach now um, of high school at my old high school. Just it's, it's running to my blood heavy right now. And I love it. So uh, shoot it over to Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Tanner, I don't think you could have said it any better. Uh, we, you know, loved our experience at Nebraska Wesleyan. And that's why, that's why we decided to start this, start talking about continuing the conversation about Nebraska Wesleyan and just about running in general and into the, the division three world. Um, I'm excited. I know you're excited. I think, dude, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into the juicy stuff. Let's, Let's break down the Nebraska Wesleyan Prairie Wolf, shall we? I think we should. All righty. So, interesting team this year. Young team. Coming off a year last year where we had one of the highest finishes in school history uh, from Prairie Wolf. We had Andy Vasquez finishing 19th at the national meet and being the first All-American since 2007 yeah 2007 mike morgan 2007 no no no, no. chris dunker chris dunker chris dunker could have been could have been the first one since you know you yeah 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 we'll talk about that some other time (laughs) (laughs) oh and you gotta love the ncaa changing that rule right after i said we'll talk about that some other time (laughs) all right we'll talk about i guess we'll talk about it right now okay so (laughs) Just really quick story. I got 38th at Nationals. I never even thought I would get 38th. Let's just start there. It was incredible. The last mile, something crazy happened to me. And, you know, I, I finished where I finished. Uh, but two weeks later, Division One and Division Two had been top 40 for All-American for as long as I can remember. Um, to take into the fact, you know, international athletes, so Division Three is a little less light on the international side. But they did vote in two weeks later um, that it would be top 40 the following year after I got 38th for all american yeah yeah so that's that's uh but tanner i will say i i've said this before i we we didn't make it as a team that year you just made it individually but watching you race was was one of the highlights of my career at nebraska wesley and that race was was something else and i'll remember that day forever man i i appreciate it yeah it was yeah super bittersweet obviously last race of my career you know it's tough finishing on a PR and, you know, I feel like that's why, you know, pe- stuff like that is why, why we continue to run and why we continue to do it. It's just to continue to chase moments like that. For sure. For sure. And that's the beauty of running is there's always, you know, it's you versus yourself and there's always more to achieve. And, and that's why we keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. But like we were saying, um, yeah, Andy finishing 19th. And then also on the women's side, um, first All-American um, since oh Gabby Jenkins since oh Gabby Gabby Brown Gabby Brown that's right is that right that's my wife as of 
That's your wife. <laughs> Married this summer. Heck of a wedding. Yeah. Really rowdy party. A heck of a wedding. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Um, so yeah, Gabby Gabby Brown now in 20, 2014, where she finished thirtieth. Yeah. Um, and I believe scrolling through the results here, I believe Ellie was thirty third. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that sounds right. Thirty third, thirty third. So, um, and the women finished. This is the men's results. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they were like 26, I want to say. Yeah, so getting better every year. Yep. They've been yep. a they, years in a row now. Yeah, but they they definitely are going to need some some younger girls to step up this year, losing uh, losing their second and third runner from last year and in the Hannah duo, Hannah Hageman and Hannah Autry. Soon to be Hannah Barron's shoe, if we're going to talk about it. That yes, that's true. <laughs> my fiance and soon to be wife as well. So, Unbelievable. shout out to Hannah on a heck of a senior year last year, getting fifty fifth at nationals and second at the regional meet. So, she had a pretty good senior year herself. Yeah, let's, yeah. So, so let's break it down. Who's going to make some noise this year? What's what's going to happen? Well. Like like we said, they they got a young team. Um, on the men's side, obviously Andy Vasquez, top returner, he's he's going to lead the way for the team. And um, I, Flowtrack has him ranked as the tenth r- best runner in the country. So scary, you know, high high praise from from Flowtrack. That's right. that's big time. Yeah, much deserved. Yeah, definitely, Absolutely. definitely. Yeah, I mean, if, for those you don't know, he puts in a phenomenal summer of triathlon competing at like the national level or is it like the international level at national level for now i believe um i think he's probably going to become you know he's going to go professional in in triathlon when he graduates i'm sure um and be competing in the in the international level but but yeah like tanner said just just a heck of a summer um you know he he raced three or four road races and you know won all of those that he he ran a 15.075k and a 4.22 mile just a heck of a summer and every year you think oh man he's he's going nuts in the summer he's going to come into the season and he's going to be tired but it's well, you know ne- he's gonna, never the you case know he's going to stomp throats at alumni and then Woody oh, Burrito, yeah. and then it's like are you going to make it to november and, and every year he does Every year he is seems to be stronger and faster and it's it's unbelievable what the kid what the kid can can do. And and like you said, at that alumni meet, he owns that alumni meet. We'll we'll get into that a little bit here later, but yeah, he uh he comes in ready to roll and he's not messing around. Um but yeah, and then for I I think the two and three spot are pretty solid. Um I think Caleb Wiest, um, old man, Mr. Wiest, senior year. Um, senior year, the 26-year-old. The 26-year-old senior. It. He's a little untraditional, but, hey, we love it. And him and Mr. Preston Decker, his junior year. Preston came in as a freshman, and 
he coming from Fremont, we know that they just breed distance runners out of Fremont. And he came in and he was right there as a contributor his freshman year. And we knew big things were coming from Preston Decker. Um, not so much that he had a disappointing sophomore year, but maybe a, a little bit of a slump. Um, I think this year is really Preston's year to just break out and really impress some people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Fellow so, ginger there in Preston. Also oh, yeah. fellow uh, brother, Phi Kappa Tau fraternity. And, so he's got his, he's got his hands full. So he's got to keep, keep focus for sure. And for some reason, the most, you and him, I think probably the most similar looking to Mr. Ted Bowling. Yes. If, if I yes. would say so myself, yeah. uh, we're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> When when Tanner said brothers, he meant blood brothers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not really. Yeah. Um, yeah, so outside of the top three, there's just – Tanner and I were talking before. There's just so many newcomers that we don't even – a lot of them we don't know about, but I know the team has been extremely high on, on Norbert, um, an international student, which – Yeah, first one ever? Probably – I would say first one ever. Yeah. I don't know of a single international student that we've had. Um, but, yeah, he's, he was a, I want to say, 950 or 930 steepler, something like that, um, 430 miler. Yeah, 9 so, flat in the 3K. Solid. 9 flat in the 3K. Yeah, this kid, he's, you know, he's going to come in, and I'm sure he'll be, he'll be really – he'll make an impact. Um, just with the team being so young – and with how impressed the team has been with him um, these first couple of weeks, I think, I think he comes in and makes an impact um, in that probably that four spot. And then yeah. another guy who I think had a big summer was Hayden Falkenberg. I was he, just going to say, big summer. I yeah, love what he, I was, I'm a big Strava guy, and he put in a phenomenal oh yeah. summer. Yep, yep. He, and the summer he had, too, he was working two jobs – so he worked FedEx and he worked maintenance. Yeah, delivery Wilson. man, right? Well, he was the package sorter. Oh, the so he would – and he had two shifts. He would wake up in the morning, work from 5 to 7, and then work from like 8 to 3 in maintenance, and then go back in the evening and work like 5 to 8. Stop. And yet this kid was still putting in 70-mile weeks. Yeah. Like there was – I know when the two days started, there was one morning where I guess I woke up. And I had a Snapchat from him, and he was starting his first run, and it was 3.30 in the morning. That's the dedication you need. <laughs> <laughs> dedication, but also I'm like – A little a little crazy, but I mean uh, I, he, he was doing what he had to do. I mean that yeah. wasn't really a choice. No. Like that's no, – he, he, yeah, it is what it you're, is. You're exactly right. And he's a senior, and he's, he's got his head on straight. He yeah. wants it. That's, that's one thing. He, he – it's kind of hard to believe – He's Hayden is a senior because he was, you know, like you said, he's got his head on straight finally because he was uh, a little he's a wild <laughs> baby, but also yeah, a little bit of a wild kid um, his first couple years. But now he's really starting to grind and heck of a uh, 10k at conference last year. And I think that was a huge turning point for him. Yeah, that's the race. That's kind of your breakout, roll into cross country, put in the summer. Now it's just going to be, I feel like it might just be one of those PR, PR, PR seasons for him. Yep, I'm hoping so. So I think that's, that's about five. And then the next 
two spots um, for the top seven, really hard for us to say at this point, um, not having, you know, a ton of information. I think this weekend at the alumni meets going to be very telling, but uh, it could be a number of guys. Uh, Pierce Pinnell, I know he had a big year last year as a freshman. He was uh, the alternate for um, the regional meet. Um, so he's, he's one that could be there. Um, another one, Tyler Toppenheim. He was, this is technically his freshman um, cross country season. You know, there's no red shirting in, in the division three at the division three level, but he came in, um, in from high school with an injury. And so he, uh, he didn't, didn't race last year at all. Um, and, but he was a, he was a 158, 800 guy in high school and he ended up getting into some racing at the end of outdoor. And I believe, I believe he went 158. He could have gone 156 if I'm not, if I'm wrong. This past um, spring? Yeah, this past spring. I'm, I'm, I'll pull up his T-first, but I'm pretty sure he, uh, he ran pretty decent. Um, That's right where you want to be. In, in the 800. Him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's seven, seven freshmen. 21 size or 21 teams. So that's a third of the team is a freshman. Yeah. We haven't had, I don't think we've had that many freshmen since maybe my freshman year in 2014 when we, we brought in eight. Um, So that's a pretty big class. Yeah. He ran 159. So I was, I was a little off, but he ran, he ended up running four races, ran on the four by eight at conference. But uh, so yeah, 159, he's, as long as he had a good summer, he's, he could be right there as well. And then, like you said, bunch of freshmen. Yeah, a third of the team. It's huge. I mean, that's yeah. just what, you know, like, it seems like such a simple recipe, but it's just got to be talked about that, like, summer means everything. It just goes oh, yeah. champion, champions in November. Unless you're Ashton Duel. <laughs> yeah, we threw that in there. Uh, I just that. had to, I had to give him you... a hard time, but he's just, he was another animal. He would, he'd run some in the summer. Not as much as maybe he should have, but man, just a dabble. He was dabbling. come November. No, come November, he was he was ready to pl- he was ready to roll. So, so who do you think is going to win this week? This weekend, alumni or current team? Oh man, that's you were shooting me some texts about alumni being pretty dry on the men's side. Yeah, you know, like you said, we we've just had so many alumni that have graduated and gone on to you know, big things like moving out of state, you know, moving out, you moving back home to Phoenix and um, our boy Jordan Wheeler moving to Georgia. And we just, it, we're a little bit slimmer. I think I've kind of reached out to a couple different guys and we've got, we've got myself, um, Clay Simpson, volunteer assistant coach this season for the P-Wolves. Heck of a so guy. He's, he's a heck of a guy. He's got the, all the insides on on the yeah, uh, we haven't really, on the team. We haven't really talked to him much, but we're gonna really start asking away on these questions. Get the get the info. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The needy greedy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll get him on the show here uh, before too long, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so we got us two, and then Johnny Rutford. Oh my gosh, do we Johnny need to Rutford. Talk, to, talk about him. I mean, do people? He's he's a well known figure now. I mean, people know about him probably. Uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, 2020 Olympic trials qualifier in the uh, marathon. And 
his training right now is, you know, Andy's undefeated in in the alumni. He is three and eight, but man, it's it would be a heck of a victory this weekend for Andy if he could beat Johnny Rufford. It would be huge. Johnny Rufford Buffalo run this weekend goes twenty four thirty two or thirty three. Yeah. On a pretty hard course. I mean, very similar to what Pioneers is like. It's at Pioneers. Yeah. It's just a different course. Still right. really difficult. But, yeah, he just – man, he just knows how to lay down the hammer. Well, when you're running 100 to 110-mile weeks every single weekend, I mean, it's it's just unbelievable what he's doing. And I'm, I'm excited for uh, February – for the, uh, I believe that's when the the trials are to yeah Atlanta Georgia, see what he can do. But um, yeah, so I think the the battle is going to be between him and Andy. Clay's telling me that Andy's untouchable right now, but I would I'd like to say the same about uh, yeah. Mr. Rutford. <laughs> I'm a coach thus far, but I mean he is just hyping this team up. I mean Clay, he you he out there. really is. This, I mean, I'm expecting a national championship. I'm going to be there, and I'm going to hold the trophy with the team at the end of the season. That's what we're <laughs> but, hey, that's what you need from, I, I love from the enthusiasm. that type of guy. For yes. sure. And he's the guy that's going to do it. Like, he's that kind of energy. He brings it. It's the for coach sure. West End needs right now. Oh, High for energy. sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I think us – three up at the top um you know I, I could be wrong there could be other guys up there but I know that Michael Ratchy will be there he's he he was coming off an injury but he's he's been putting in work too I know he's been up around 60 70 80 mile weeks right now and then uh Mr. Balkin Connor Balkin is coming into town not Absolute too sure legend. what oh yeah former roommate of ours for for two years you know yeah he was, which was an incredible time. But I don't know how much he's been training. Yeah. First off. And second yep. off, that man loves a nice pint of beer. <laughs> I tell you. I mean, loves he had, beer his, more than he any... had his engagement photos at a brewery. That is some serious dedication, and I love everything about it. Yeah, I don't know I don't know anyone else that loves beer as much as that guy. No, he has his own special brew. It's called the Balkan Brew. I mean, it's going to be in stores here soon. Check the IV shortly. I'm sure. Makes it, what, once every other week or so? He does. When he runs out of one batch, he has the next ready to go. <laughs> so he's rolling through perfectly. He's on a phenomenal system. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he'll be there. Hopefully he can help us out a bit. Um, Cole Moroff, he was the sixth. Fin- he got six last year. Um, he edged me out. We're all Him and I are always, whenever we're racing, right next to each I other. the same way with him when I went to school. He's always there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I was talking to him last week. He he's coming off a stress fracture just after the the half marathon. Um, he got a stress fracture in his foot, and he ran a, a seventeen ten five k last week, kind of just for fun. He said he's easing back into it. He felt good after it, but uh, I don't know how much of a threat. Maybe he can beat a couple of their their you know seven eight range guys, and and that. That could help. I don't know, but uh, he, you know, he's a busy man. He's getting, he's he getting, is about to become a doctor. Yep. Uh, you know, funny story about Cole is he was at my wedding, and it was an absolute swamp fest. I mean, we're talking ninety-five, humid, and the dance floor was getting really sweaty. It was, it was very. And we warm. took a P Wolf Nation picture, 
and I don't know if everybody had took a good glimpse at Cole, but it is one of the funniest things I've seen. His blue dress shirt is just drenched. <laughs> no. Have you not seen that? I, I haven't I haven't seen him. Oh but I've seen no. the picture. Zoom in on him. You'll get oh, you'll laugh. Alright, so I'm hard. gonna pull it up. Do it right now. It is I'm gonna go look at it right now. I I I enjoyed how Ted um Ted Boyne, our head coach, everyone knows Ted Boyne, um, sent out that email about your guys' wedding after after the wedding, saying how he wish, wishes he could have been there, and he saw the the picture on, on Jackie's um, Instagram or wherever she posted it, and he's like, it looked like a heck of a time. I was so glad to see all the P-Wolves there, and I, I told Tanner and Gabby ahead of time, you know, I, I was, that was the one wedding this summer I wanted to get to, but me and... Denise and I, we were we were in uh, out of the country in Italy or something like that. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's a, such a good. Oh guy. yeah. Oh, Cole. Yep. You see him over there? Yeah, he is. He's drenched. Oh. Blue, blue was a poor choice <laughs> in color. I think poor choice. <laughs> Across the board, everybody's wearing white, but he was yeah. like, "I'm gonna wear blue," <laughs> and he paid the price. But. Yeah, so I'm hoping I can. I'm hoping he can help us this weekend. Other than that, uh, Trey Seibel, 2019 um, Nebraska Western graduate. I think he's he's been putting in the work. He's actually changed to uh, running off of time now instead of mileage. So we're gonna talk about that later. I'm I'm interested. To, once we get about six thousand listeners, we're gonna have yeah. people call in, and it's gonna be great. And we're oh, gonna yeah. get people's feedback. <laughs> But until then, we're just going to hold out for a second. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait on that. <laughs> but unless, you know, I'm, I was looking through kind of who was there in the last couple years. Eric Knoll ran two years ago. He was there last year but didn't race because he, he had had surgery. But Very injury-ridden. I, I haven't heard anything from him. Yeah. And if I mean, there's his, anyone you can think of, I'm – I think his wife just won – the Buffalo yeah, she, Run or was yeah. high placing? Yeah, she won the women's side of the Buffalo Run today, ran. And he was nowhere to be seen, so that's not no. promising. Yeah, yeah. She ran like six oh six pace for that five miles, which I don't really I don't remember her time, but pretty pretty good race by her. No, she's always solid. Yeah. yeah she's a very good runner. She went to Loyola Marymount, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good team. Um but yeah, is, is there anyone it's gonna, else? No, it, I mean, no, there's not. But the, the thing that's gonna it's gonna come down to is it's gonna come down to the you know the four or five. Yeah, like so a regular cross country race, like every cross country race ever, four or five, four yet. Right. So let's break it down then. We got. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. I mean, we're gonna win. We're gonna win because obviously we're the alumni team, and I'm not gonna say we're gonna lose. Let's be a little bit unbiased here for half a second. <laughs> So I'm going to say Johnny, Johnny wins. Um, and Andy gets second. Andy doesn't like to lose. No. Johnny doesn't either, I guess. Johnny, Johnny doesn't either. You know, Clay, Clay thinks he's going to beat me this weekend. He thinks that I am pretty much zero threat to him, I think. Um, we were talking about it this week. He's like, man, you know, I was thinking, and if we go, if we go two, three, five, like, we'll be fine. And I'm like, two, three, five. Like, are you going to get fifth? <laughs> and he, he's like, oh, no, no, I meant two, three, four. And, he, and I'm like, oh, so he's like, you can get fourth pretty easily. And I was like, Clay, 
I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah. I know we're teammates. Because you're teammates. Teammates. I'm gonna kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Clay and I go um, go three four, and I'm gonna beat Clay. So (laughs) that puts us in pretty good shape. You know, if you were there, we'd be we'd be in. No, you and Jordan. No way. I'm not. We don't need to discuss my in shape abilities right now. But you would you would definitely help. Um, okay, after after that, I think I don't know who's in better shape right now between Preston and Caleb. Since Preston doesn't have te- or teepers, since Preston doesn't have Strava, it's a lot harder to see where he's at. Um, I'm gonna go with Caleb just because he's a senior, and you hate to lose to the underclassmen as a senior. Absolutely. I think what's um, going to really come down to, though, is Caleb's kick is subpar. And yeah. Preston's got a good kick. He's got a good kick. When, he it, does. when it's there, when, when it's there. If, he, if it's not there, he, he's dead, and he's going to be, you know, walking to the finish line. Right, right. But I think so it'll be close. It, those... I mean, Caleb's put in a phenomenal summer, coming off, obviously, a tough, tough injury. Right. Um, so got his mileage it's going to be those two. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. Let's let's we need we should talk about Caleb a little bit. Yeah. He, like you said, he's been injury prone, but yeah, heck of a summer. Yeah, the guy loves the sport and he wants to put in the work to be good. He just has to be smart. Yeah. And Super passionate year, about the sport. Passionate. He's just got to be smart. Right. And, and like you said, he, he ended the summer hitting 80 miles and I was talking to him and I'm like, Caleb, like, I want you to be healthy. Like, yeah, he's like, no. And he, he was like, he looked at me and he's like, no, dude, like, um, I've got this. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I've, you know, he set out the outdoor season with that injury and I think that helped him build up. Yeah. Normal summer that everybody else had his, his was, you know, a lot longer. So he was able to build that base um, a lot longer than everybody else, you know. You know what I love about Caleb is, like, sometimes he'll get in these grooves where, you know, I talked to him on the phone a couple weeks back, and i just been like, yo, what's what's up, man? Like, what, what have you been up to? And he's he's just like, I haven't been up to anything. I don't hang out. I haven't hung out with anybody. I haven't done anything. I've just been going to work, and I've been running. Yeah. And, I'm and like, that's that's awesome. Obviously, it's incredible. Um, but you just got to be smart. And I, I believe yep. in him. I believe in him more than anything. Cause he's one of my best friends. So I'm, I'm oh, rooting yeah. for him more than anybody. So we'll see what can happen. But I think that's, I think him and Preston just need to work together this season. And I think they can kind of roll sure. together and just pick each other up when they need to. For sure. And I, I think those two, if they can be successful, that's going to help carry the team, um, a long ways. Uh, into the conference meet and into the regional meet for sure so that puts us at one two three four five six so i think there'll be six seven for sure so like you said it's it's gonna be those because we that puts three in for them and three in for us is that right math yeah yeah and then after that i think it's gonna go oh my gosh i think it might go hayden falkenberg next you think? Yeah, and then I think it might be Cole, right? Right with him. You think Cole? 
I think I mean I think Trey could be in there too. Oh, Trey's um, in there too. I forgot. Yeah. I think I think I think you're right. I think it's Hayden. And then that gives the team four. And then if we put Trey in there, that puts us at four. And then it's just who can get their five in faster. I was going to say, I think, yeah. I think it might go Trey and Cole for the win. Yeah, I think you're right. Or we didn't talk about Ratchy. Oh, yeah, like that. I have no idea where Ratchy is, though. I mean, he kind of fell off the mat for almost a, what, full year? Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, he was. He's been battling an injury for about a year or so. So, um, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't have Strava, but he's on. Uh, you know, Garmin Connect. So I'm able to see what he's been up to. And I mean, he's he's running every day, running 16 to 18 mile long runs on the weekends. So, race wise, I don't know what. I don't think he's been doing any racing. But uh, no, I don't think so. I think no, I'm glad to see him running again because I think. You know, I was in Papillion, Nebraska, where Gabby lives, and I was running around Shadow Lake, and I saw Ratchet like two or three times that week fishing. I'm like, "That's what are you doing fishing, man?" <laughs> so, I just hope he he's back into running, kind of doing it right, and he's got a good marathon in him. I know that, so that's probably what he's working towards. that conversation of Ratchy and having Trey and Hayden and who knows where Ratchy's going to be in, in there. Um, I think that's why it leans towards oh, man. the alumni. You throw in Norbert though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, who knows where he could be? It's, it's going to be a lot more interesting than it has been at least last year when the alumni dominated the meet. I mean, it was, are we, are we not giving Pierce Pennell enough respect? We'll find out this weekend, I think. I, I I don't know what his summer looked like and I'm not I haven't heard much of what his early season has looked like either. Okay. But yeah, last year the alumni won twenty to thirty five, so not not too close, not like the year before. Did alumni win the year before as well? By one point. That's right. I was there. Yeah. When I was like, Oh my gosh, we won by one point and we ended up actually when I was on the current team, but we we lost by one point. So. That's right, because you beat me that race. Oh uh, yeah, but then I came in as the fifth man for alumni, and you were so far behind me. You're so far back. Wait, hold on a sec. What? Make that clear. Oh my god, <laughs> I want to kick your ass so <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, then you need to hop on a plane, get to the Midwest, so we can race each other. We need to talk to Jackie and Ted. I'm gonna call Jackie tomorrow. I'm coming up to lacrosse. We're racing October 19th. I don't even care anymore. It's happening. I mean, I'll be ready. Will you be there? We'll find out. Time will tell. Are you going to – can you make that happen? Yeah. All right. It's done. All right. Plane tickets are actually pretty cheap in the KC. Pick me up. I'll pick you up on your way. Yeah, bring me a uh, number 19 from uh, Jimmy John's. All right. I'll pick up Hannah in Topeka, and then I'll pick you up in Kansas City, and we'll make our way to La Crosse, Wisconsin. Let's do it. It's the most beautiful right. place in the fall. Let's get back to it. True. Yep. Um, <laughs> we should probably discuss the women a little bit as well. Yes, we should. Um, so, like we said, top returner, Ellie Byerman, placing 33rd last year at Nationals, 
Fifth yes. in the steeple in the spring. Fifth in the steeple in the spring. Um, heck, heck of a junior year. Crazy to think she's still got another year. Uh, I think she, I think she walks away this her senior year with three more All Americans. You think three? I think cross country again, um, the indoor three k, and steeple in the in outdoor. What can she run three k in indoor? Well, it really. I, I mean, you have to run was... what to get in now? Nine fifty four to get in? Not fast, no. I don't know if you remember the whole ordeal from last season, but uh, nobody ended up. So last year was the first year that they had a, a prelim for the three k. That's right. Nobody declared for the the three k, and I think it went all the way down to like the fifty fifth place girl or something ridiculous like that. That made it. And she ran like 10. Oh, man. Like 15? 10, 15, maybe. It's got to be. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And and Ellie and Hannah Hegeman both ran the 5K at the qualifier to try to make it in the 5K because they were a lot closer in the 5K than they were in the 3K. Oh, I remember this. And, and, and the Wartburg coach was like, hey, run the 3K. I don't think anybody's going to declare, but Hannah and Ellie's thinking, and Ted and Jackie as well was, well, they're not very close in the 3K. Why not try in the 5K where we're just a few seconds back? And so they go up to Warburg, and Hannah, Hannah ran really well. PR ran like 17.32 or 35, something like that. Ellie had a – I mean, she had a heck of a conference meet the week before, so she just – you know, I think she ran like 18 minutes or something, but not a bad race, but then I think – Hannah ended up being three or four spots out of the five k. Whereas if they would have just ran the ten or the the three k, they probably could have ran a ten fifteen. And oh. they only ran one that season, and it was at conference at the end of their triple. They ran the five k, the mile, and the three k, and they ran the three k just to you know score at conference. So they never ran a fresh three k to give them a shot at it. That's crazy. That's my favorite race. It's yeah, it's perfect distance. It's a fun race. It's so fun. So we they got Ellie leading the way, um, and then yeah, they they got a lot of holes to fill with. They do two and three, or one one and three. However you want to look at it, I think. Man, dating back to last season, Hannah and Ellie ran Hannah Hegman. And Ellie ran nearly every single race together, and just back and forth, right? Literally back and forth. Yeah, Hegs Hegs goes. Hannah Hegman goes second at regionals, which was yep. insane. And then Ellie but, took the spot at, at nationals. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and and it was like that all cross country season and all track season. So, so you got to think Maddie Bahi is going to show up pretty big here. Oh, yeah. Sophomore. This is a girl, junior academically. uh, First year went to the University of Nebraska and just joined a sorority and did that whole deal. But uh, realized that she she missed track. And so she comes, um, joins a team her sister's on, Riley Baugh, um, and really just – she kind of struggled at the beginning of the season, but even at the end of cross country was 
was right there. And then an outdoor track, she was, she was one of the top girls on the team as a, as a freshman. Um, so this being her second year, I, yeah, I think I would venture to say she might be number two. I think Cameron Larson. Um, yeah, I was just going to say her next. She's, she's strong. She just got to, you know, get, get the uh she's more of a 815 girl so yeah she's gonna try the endurance yeah cross country gets a little long for her but if she can figure out that that end of the race you know staying strong through she can be she can be a real threat but yeah man talk about freshmen you think that the guys have a lot of freshmen there's 11 freshman girls on this team oh my gosh i like 11 freshman girls that's a heck of a class. I mean, yeah, the team picture is huge. Yeah, and the team picture is a lot of people that I do not recognize. Yeah, we're getting to that age. <laughs> and Crazy here we are, thing. just starting to – we miss it so much. This is really what we're doing. We're starting to get to know our current team. That Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're, we were away for a couple of years. Now we're like, all right, we need to figure this out now. We're <laughs> back on the team. <laughs> no, no. Um but a couple other girls, you know, Taylor Burtek, she's she can be a strong runner. Yeah. She's gone on a little bit of a roller coaster her first couple she years. She has. She needs to make the decision to be a runner, I think. Yeah. She's she's got a lot of talent, that's for sure. So if she can if she can get it, you know, get it rolling, she could be the number two girl at some point, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is Serco going to be in the mix this year at all? You know, she's another one of those injury girls. I mean, yeah, senior year. Um, she's she's got a lot of talent too, coming out of Elkhorn South. Uh, I I would like to say I think she'll be in the top seven. Okay. Um, but we'll just see if she can stay healthy. That that knee has really been been a been holding her back for a lot of her career. So. And then uh, yeah. there's just a lot of freshmen that – oh, another girl, Leah. I, I'm sorry. I forgot about yeah, Leah Yeah, Leah Treffer, yeah. The bottom. Uh, she'll, she'll, be, uh, she'll be a threat. She could yeah, be, she will. She could be two. I, 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 I think she'll be three. I think it'll probably be Ellie, Maddie Baugh, and then Leah as your top three. I think that's a pretty solid top three. I don't – I mean – I don't see much variation in that. I yeah, I don't, I don't really. Either. Let's let's see. Yeah, you know. But then you got you got a couple freshmen that are that could be strong. Um, Avery Decker, Preston Decker's little sister, coming out of Fremont. She was a two eighteen eight hundred girl in high school. That's solid. Runs in the family. Yep. So. She could yeah. she could step in make an immediate impact. Uh, Kate yeah, Shoney. So Leah Treffer gets fifty fourth oh. at conference last year. Mm-hmm. Maddie Ba was forty third. So yeah, they're kind of right there with each other. This is at re- this is at regionals. Regionals. Oh, this is at regionals. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's there. solid. That's even yeah. more solid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So those two will be up there. Um, Taylor Burtek possibly as a four. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I just forgot Cameron. Yeah. 
I think if Eric Turco can put it together, it'll probably be your best season. I, yeah. I think so. 80th yes. at regionals last year. Oh, she finished eight. Aaron Serco finished 80th at regionals. Yeah, that's really not bad at all. No, not at all. I mean, when you get in a race like that, too, like, let's see, she ran 24 flat. Um, yeah, like 40 spots is you know 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah. No, I as we're discussing this more i i was kind of weary about how this this girls team would be i mean they're coming in they drop they they got second at regionals last year and are now preseason um number six in the region they're preseason six yeah so i was like man that's that's a little high isn't it and it is high um you know losing their two and three but if they can have girls step up, they I mean, they got to – we're discussing the kind of a swarm of them. Yeah, I mean, you're going to put Ellie probably like one or two as well, almost in every race she runs, and that's a low score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About as good as you can do. Yeah. And that's going to help big time. Oh, for sure. It's, and then it's... you just get a, a couple of jumps from these girls. I mean, like, they're in the mix. Mm-hmm. And they have – you you know you never want to count on a freshman just because you just never know, but it's a long have, season for them. Yeah, yeah, they have some girls in here that could really step up um, and make an impact. So I, I think they got probably there's some of these girls we don't even know about that could be exactly could be really good. So they could have anywhere from from nine to thirteen, 15, who knows, fifteen girls that are trying to make a difference. So. I yeah, their six. coach, their coach Jackie. I mean, it's not really even a rebuild; it's just kind of a reload. She does a really good job at just basically a reload, you know, Man. replace. Yeah, and she really just goes to work on the recruiting, as you can see. Eleven yeah. freshmen. They, I, girls want to run for Jackie McKenzie. Absolutely. Do they get her an office yet? I mean, just get her an office. You know, she actually is. Uh, they got her an office last year or two years. Oh, ago. I love it. She got an office to herself, but now this year she's she's starting a new role. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this. She uh, she's gonna be a uh, what do they call that? Yeah. A recruit. What is Josh Wall's title? Oh, she took that position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do they call that? Just oh my gosh, recruiter. Something yeah. Like for just future freshmen. I- exactly. Um. So she's going to be doing – she won't be as hands-on as the other ones just because of you – know, she's going all three seasons. But uh, she's going to be kind of a local, like, Lincoln person. And what more perfect person to have than Jackie McKenzie because she's just so personable and so likable that she's going to get tons of people to come to Westland. Oh, absolutely. So good for her. And, uh, yeah. That's a good role. Yeah. That'd be fun for sure. Especially as a coach, it's like, you know, I'm, I probably shouldn't say it, but, like, you're kind of doing some, like, sneaky recruiting on the side. Like, right. hey, come to West End, and then, like, you know, hey, want to run cross country? <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right. So, so that brings us to, to this weekend with um, the alumni meet. And I was thinking, before this conversation, I was thinking, man, this could be, this could be one of the first years that the female, the women um, alumni team could – beat the current team just 
because they typically don't have as good of showing. Um, no, it's horrible. No, numbers going to be worse this year. Yeah, but now that we're talking about all these girls, it, current team might still do it. Last year, the alumni scored thirty three and the varsity scored twenty four. But you had, you had take away Haley Sutter, she's not going to be at the alumni meet. Um, Big loss. Yeah, that's runner. that's that's the top. She won the meet last year. Or no, I'm sorry, Ellie did win the meet last year, but. Um, alumni adds Hannah Hageman and Hannah Autry, which that's that'll be huge. I think just like all of last season, top three will be between Ellie, Hannah, and Hannah most likely. Um, that's tough. The double Hannah duo has they've both been training. Yeah, so they're ready. If Riley Riley Sigler, she's yeah, up. she coaches at Lincoln East and she's always running. She's probably got to be close to getting another marathon in. Yep. So if she shows up, that'll help the alumni team. Um, no, probably no Brooklyn Swan Tech though. No, she's out in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's others. Hannah Johnson, maybe Mm -hmm. she, I know she just raced this week at Buffalo run. Um, there will be a few others that show up, but yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. It's just tough. It it is. I'm I'm really looking forward to this season. I think it's going to help not only show us who who to watch this season, but I personally, I'm just excited to get racing. I've been training all summer, and I'm ready to kick some current team, kick them right in the rear, you know? Oh, did this pod, is this podcast, you want to talk about your running chat? Is this podcast about you? No, no, I, <laughs> I, this is not about me, just excited to race, Tanner. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm, just, I'm starting my early trash talk, right? It's got to, it's got to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's more of it to come before our October 14th showdown. Oh, it's going to get so heavy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's going to get really kind of dirty. <laughs> that, that sounded really oh bad. My gosh. <laughs> All right, so we've we've kind of talked about, you know, our top seven predictions for the year. I think we'll be able to see a lot more after this weekend, like I said. Um, but let's talk about the team as a whole going into the the conference regional and national meet this season um so again last year at conference the women we which by the way conference hosted on our home track home track home course um if you can say that i mean at mahoney well no 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 it's kind of a change we we hosted at pioneers still Oh, that's right. The that's right. Yeah, Woody yeah. Greeno was at Mahoney, and it's at Mahoney again this year, and I think we'll be permanently at Mahoney. But, yeah, uh, yeah we hosted that at our home course at Pioneers. The women beaten Wartburg pretty close. It was 47-51. Um, Ellie, Ellie got third in that – or second in that race, um, and Hannah was fifth. Karina Colette from Wartburg won. She's she's she was a sophomore last year. She's going to be really good. And then Cassie Rosenbaum from Loris. That was her freshman year last year. She got third, and then goes on in outdoor to win the ten k. So at nationals. at nationals, so we have As a two of the top runners in the country. Three. I mean, Ellie Byerman is by far one of the top runners in the country. We have three of the top female runners in the country in our conference. So it's going to be highly competitive on the women's side. Yeah. Holy cow. 
Yeah, really freshman forward up yes, front, too. Yes, definitely. Um, but it's it's going to be tough for the women to beat Warburg again this year um, because Warburg just re- continues to reload. Like you said, I think Wesleyan is reloading this year on the women's side, but Warburg just always has girls there, girls and guys there. Yeah, I mean, the, the current coach right now is really kind of – he's starting to build – what will probably be a dynasty here shortly. I mean, it's just, it's going to be a dominant program. It, you know, it, it really is. And Wartburg being kind of, we've kind of formed a rivalry with them. It kind of hurts to say, but yeah, it looks like he's doing it, it the right way. And for sure. Kids, Orange and black is just an awful combo. It really is between but, Doan and, but they're good in Wartburg. Yeah. So that's, I think yeah. on the women's side, it'll be, it'll be tough between Wesleyan and Wartburg. Um, and then on um, Loris is always solid. Loris is yeah. Loris was third in um. They had ninety three points or eighty three points. I'm sorry. So they were, they were there as well. But on the men's side, last year, um, Warburg, obviously, winning the meet thirty two points. They were, I mean, they're they're ranked. Flowtrack's got them ranked five, second right? going into. Yeah, this season. season, yeah, but I think well, yeah. You look at their, you look at their team. They got second at conference, or they got the two guy in conference, the four guy, seven guy, eight guy, and those are all underclassmen. Yeah, yeah they lost just I those. Think they guys. lost one guy from their <clears throat> top seven. Yeah, who got thirteenth, and that was their highest score. Yeah, so they're gonna win. Uh, I mean. There's not really much conversation to be had there. They're good. Warburg, Flowtrack's got them preseason number two. USATF's got them preseason number four, which is probably a little bit more reasonable than number two. But number two is like, yeah, I mean, that's competing for the national championship, yeah. which yeah, it is and it isn't. Yeah. I mean, when you, got, like when you got North Central, it's. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a race for second, but but yeah, I think Their number five guy was twenty fourth last. I, I don't know, I I can't believe. Yeah, it. and then Loris ended up second with sixty nine, and Nebraska Wesleyan last season just having a heck of a day on their home course. This was a team that I did not think would be in the top four. I was thinking they might get fifth or sixth last season, just. Just by losing, you know, the year before that, we lost Jordan Wheeler, top guy. Well, him and Andy were kind of both top guys. Um, Ash Gondul was also right there. And and myself. That was three guys out of the top seven that helped uh, help that team qualify for the national meet for the first time in six or seven years, however long it was. But uh, thought that they had a had a pretty tough hill to climb after, you know, losing us three and then, I think obviously helped having it on our home course, but they showed out last year getting third place, you know, scoring 91 points. That was, that was a good meet. And Clay Simpson, that was really his coming out. That was, I think when myself and others, we all saw that he was going to have a big, big senior year. Oh, I mean, he'd been showing it all year. Yeah. But like for him to throw in, into the mix with the top guys in the conference for how stacked our conference is. It's just, it's a testament for sure. Man, I was at that meet and when he came up 
choo-choo that the first time, I suppose. And there was that pack of all the top guys, Bass, Pinkowski, Andy obviously was in there, all the other Wartburg guys. And, and Clay is hanging on in the back there. And I'm like, Clay Simpson is having himself a day. And he ends up getting fifth place in the race. <laughs> It was, it was unbelievable. But yeah, so, you know, they lose, they lose clay, which is a real, real blow. Obviously he helped bring that, bring that team to where they were. Cause they were, they were third, eighth, 23rd, 25th, 28th. So all those guys are back at the 23, 25, 28. Those, those guys are all back obviously. So if they can help fill that void a little and, yeah, and it's, I'm looking at Caleb Wiest and uh, Preston Decker. I mean, those are the two people yep, right there. That's who we were talking about. That had big days that day, and they're gonna have no, they're gonna have to have a big year. Yeah, and who is who is that at 28? That's oh, sorry, not 28, but uh, I guess that's 28 points that you can't go by scoring on that necessarily. Um, where are we at? Sorry, that is confusing because the well, closest person I see is Trey Seibel. Yeah, why? Trace Apple forty. Should we have gotten third last year? <laughs> I'm not too sure because why would it? Something's wrong there. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You're looking at the three uh, K split. So oh, three K split. Forty second. Yep. Yep. There we go. Yeah. So five. Well, it's going to be big, like you know, three, five, 19, 22. Okay, 42, 47. So, listen to this. Listen okay. to this Warburg Loris 53, 41. That's the spread from one to five. You get to West End, you got third. Spread is 219. That's the uh, almost the biggest spread in the race. That's that's gross. That's it's not uh, not ideal. That's not how you win a cross country. No, you got to be under a minute. That's what that's what I always say. I would agree. I mean, that's what, what we've kind of always been told. Yeah. I mean, maybe a you know, you know, buck twenty, buck thirty, but like two twenty. Oh, it's painful. That's painful. So yeah, Ugh. and and I think that gap. You don't want that gap to be that big, but it could be that big this season and they, they could do well and it could be that big because of how low of a stick Andy's going to be. Yeah. But, but we need, we need the one five spread to be as low as the stick is though. Like that's the guy you got to gauge it off of. I mean, that's why cross country is so fun is it's, it's, that's the team part for of sure. It. That's you gauging the one to the five. Central was back at six, but they had a 14 second one five spread. They're a young team. They could be dangerous this season. Four, where you, what? 14 yeah. seconds? <laughs> their first runner got 24th, but their like seventh runner was like, well, their fifth runner. Their whole team was right there. So they were oh, 24, man. 27, 29, 32, 33, 34, 37, 41. Like, their entire team was right up there. Yeah, they're back on the rise. Yep. I mean, right right in the middle of my career was a 2013, 2014. They were pretty yeah. dominant. They were what? They were forced to be national runner-up. They brought home a couple of national trophies. Or something yeah. like that, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, 
you got those guys. They'll be good. Um, Simpson is pretty young as well. Luther's making a push. They've they got a guy that qualified for nationals in the in the indoor mile who who ran well this last season. So you look at it, and Wesleyan got third and only lose Clay, and I guess they lose Trey up top as well. But it's it's going to be a dogfight. They they could be third. They could be seven. Who knows? We'll yeah. just have to see as the All season right. goes on. That's a tough day. It's just a dogfight. You got to go out there and battle. Yep. And so, and then as be, far yeah. as the regional rankings go, we had mentioned earlier the women were six, and the men are still ranked eight or ten. I'm sorry, they finished the regional meet last year eight, um, and they're they're still in the top ten for this year's. That's got to fire them up. Get that get that number yeah. down. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at regionals last year, like you said, they got eighth, which tough. I mean, we're in a tough region. It, I think one of the best in the nation. I'd say for sure, close to it. It's just always been that way. They've always they've always at least taken four. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then on the women's side, they were they were two last year, and. It's it'll be tough. I mean, it's going to be tough for them to be top two. I, that's it's going to be a tall task for sure. They could be, you know, coming back this year. You got those women's teams that are ranked very heavily in the uh, top top thirty five for the women in our region. I think we got Wartburg. Uh, they're ranked eleven. Well, first of all, Carlton is ranked sixth for the women in the nation. Warburg's 11, and then you got St. Thomas at 19, and St. Olaf at 26. Jeez. So that's just stacked. Yeah. So if you if you can get in that top four, maybe even five range, there's potential for that wild card for the women. Um, it's just a matter of what kind of meet are they going to have come November. Yeah. It's doable. I mean, four getting the four spot, and if they take four, you don't have to score that many or that low points. You can still sneak in there. Let's see. Yeah, the four spot last year is 160 points. I'd say it's doable. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's it's going to be fun to see how the how the year plays out. Um, I think Andy. And Ellie, I I would would be surprised if they didn't end up all American. I'm excited to see how high Andy can Andy can get. You know, um, at at the national meet, I think our I guess. what's our I mean, highest top, finish? Top 10. Oh, we have a national champion in Gary Wasserman, but uh, that would be fun. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm crazy. excited for Andy and and for Ellie. Um, on the national stage for sure. Yeah, they're just a bunch of gamers. That's going to be fun. They love a good good fight. Yeah. Kind of wrap it up. Kind of point the picture of where this is yeah, going. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's uh, let's do that. Do you you want me to do it? Or you want to do it? You you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want All right, to, for I, sure. So, it I'll I'll okay. go for it. I mean. Uh, 
you know, the mission of this podcast is, is to dig into division three. Um, you know, we made a, a hashtag my sophomore or junior year, kind of 2014 ish called untold stories of D three, just cause we don't, you know, flow tracks in the mix of everything, kind of picking up D one all the time, D two here and there kind of Adam state dominating at D two, but D three doesn't really ever get any noise. You know, they have gotten a little bit more kind of gained a little bit of traction, but just not a lot of love for the D three. And, uh, we love the D three. And so our mission is kind of, you know, we want to start with the background of our alma mater, Nebraska Wesson, and kind of tell a story about, you know, how it came to be and how we became pretty dominant for a few years and kind of how we're, you know, we've had some successful years, but we're rebuilding back into, you know, a dominant force again. Um, and then we're going to kind of just take it into, you know, as, as we are going to be kind of both coaches and we love the sport and, you know, we want to, kind of thank the sport for everything it's done and giving back to the future generations is understand, you know, what makes a successful program. Uh, North Central's just been so dominant. Last year they go one, two, seven, nine, twenty-four. They score forty-three points and they win by eighty points in the national meet. It's just absurd. Um but you know what makes them dominant because right now in this in this day and age, people are starting to copy philosophies. You know, you got the 10 man elite philosophy, you got the Jack Daniels philosophy, um, all these different ones that people kind of use the same training, but they see different results because whether that be philosophy, culture, or just like taking time to build a tradition and then having that tradition just kind of just creates that core of, repeat recruits repeat recruits like they want to be part of a championship culture so i feel like that's kind of what north central's done but you know i want to understand that why is wisconsin lacrosse always up there why is wash U always up there so i'd love to talk to these coaches and kind of get their their mix on it and see you know what they do that makes them different because different is the word that makes you successful you know you've always heard it like embrace being different embrace being kind of your, your own unique self. And that that's the same thing with the program. And that's kind of what we're going to dive into. We're going to tell a story for you guys and kind of bring it all back. And then for people who want to coach or people who are listening that are coaching, maybe they can kind of take a few uh, notes here and there. Cause at the end of the day, it's, it is about, you know, winning championships, but it's about developing young men. And I think that's what Ted Bowling did such a great job with us is, you know, building young men of, of really character and, uh, going off to do bigger things and just be runners. Um, we're creating the next generation, which I think is, is really powerful and really important. So that's kind of our mission going yeah, forward. for sure. And I couldn't have said it better myself, Mr. Brown. Um, but I'm excited to continue on in this, get into Nebraska, all about Nebraska Wesleyan and then into the Division Three um, as well. But Good first episode. I I enjoyed it. I'm I'm pumped about Absolutely. this. I hope you're as excited as I am. Hundred percent. We get to talk about running for you know hour hour and a half. Fine Best. by me. Fine by <laughs> me. All right. Good chat, Chad. Good first episode. Um, we'll talk next. You week. bet. Let's get this thing going. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> We're out later.